Hey guys, welcome to episode 165 of the JV Club with my Boys of Summer guest, Ron Funches. Uh, this is a little bit unusual because I lugged my gear up to Outside Lands Festival where I was co-producing the Comedy Tent uh, up in San Francisco and the wonderful Ron Funches uh, was my guest. I will say there was a lot of festival noise in the background. I think uh, some of that is pretty evident in the recording, but you know what? I like to think it gives that fun, festive, lively spirit to it, even though Ron and I were extraordinary mellow in a dimly lit trailer dressing room. Um, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I wanted to thank, uh, shout out wise, Kendra for your uh, wonderful uh, image of a kimono dragon. That's right, kimono dragon. Erica, I wanted to um, acknowledge our mutual love of the weepies. Uh, Claire, so great meeting you in person in, in Tampa. Nissa, uh, you are just a globetrotter. Um, I always love when international uh, listeners get in touch with me. It just makes me feel... Meaningful in a different and new way. Uh, I want to thank Andia for your email uh, and for your uh, wonderful letter. Tammy for getting in touch on Facebook. Um, I want to thank Angela for your letter. JD, uh, and continued luck to you and your at your cartooning school. Love it, love it, love it. At Jamie for your email. Uh, I think I have some other people I want to shout out, but I need to get caught up on that since I've been um, traveling a lot per use. And... Uh, that's it, guys. I uh, I welcome you in. I hope you enjoy the episode, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Outside Lands, <laughs> which is a comedy. No, it's a music festival. It's a music festival. It's a music festival in San Francisco, California, United States of America, planet Earth. <laughs> I have a guest. Uh, I'm in his trailer. I guess this is kind of a trailer dressing room. Um, it's a cage. A little, <laughs> little bit of a cage. You really do have wire protectors Over on your window. windows. Yeah. Um, guys, it's Ron Funches. And uh, I'm so delighted that you're willing to do this because uh, we're going to try to do it back in uh, L.A. and our schedules have been opposite and you've been a very busy and successful man. Yeah, and you will you will do well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me as well. Me as well. So now we're just in uh, this uh, trailer that I tried to make as sexy and comfortable as possible, uh, but Billy Idol is playing very loudly in the background. I don't want to sit on this chair. I'm going to sit on the floor. Uh... Do you want one of these chairs? No. I don't need this both is great. of them. Right here is great. Okay. Did you... I'm just going to get right into it. Is this significant to you at all? This uh, this particular music that's playing right now. Did you listen to Billy Idol when you were growing up? No, not particularly as I am uh, much to some people's surprise. I am a black person. What? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on, because this this I actually don't podcast black people. <laughs> I think what is probably the Isn't most ironic about that is that it, there's a, certainly a propensity towards uh, ending up with white guests, but that's just also kind of what, when I look around at my comedy peers, I see a lot of white faces. A lot of white faces. A lot of white what am I faces. To do? I don't know. There's a lot of there's a there's a lot of uh, new. Faces of all types out there You're that right. I'm really liking. I'm agreeing with you 100. <laughs> percent It's not. A, it, it certainly it's not a choice uh, that I feel proud of. It's just a matter of who's around. Um, Mostly just your friend. Your friend group. Maybe just your friend group is white. Yeah. That's okay. I don't know about this conversation. I'm already feeling. Why are you feeling rueful. bad about it? If we're gonna just talk about it, you want to just get it out there. Yeah. Let's just get it out there. Do you? Are we, what? Do you have a? F- do you feel like you have a friends of all uh, ethnic backgrounds? I feel like I have. Like like it's a, a good I've mix. always. I feel here, most of my friends are weirdos. Mm-hmm, I will always mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. and uh, you just end up having weirdos of all different 
races and colors and and genders but there's just so that's just my group of people that have always been i mean i always feel that people kind of still end up in their high school type cliques do you, know? you feel that way i Isn't still that interesting well keeps, you know my podcast primarily know, is about high school i know that's why i brought it uh, up you are fucking rocking the segues right now <laughs> this is maybe the you know what this is i also want to remember this first of all i've never done a podcast uh during a loud festival with billy idol in the background second of all i'm usually the one who is the most reclined when I do no, a podcast. You're never gonna yeah, recline you're me. You're lying down. I mm-hmm. feel, oh man, I'm jealous a little bit, but it's good. It's Can't good. recline me. I'm completely horizontal. <laughs> you are You are so close to having your head be lower than your feet. You're almost mm-hmm. hanging upside down. I'm gonna work. You're, I'm gonna nuzzle it in. <laughs> just nuzzle it in. I want you to nuzzle this podcast. And you know how sometimes they say like, oh, he just called in that, in, like he just called in that performance. He mm-hmm. wasn't really present. Phone People are gonna say in. about this. He nuzzled it. nuzzled it in. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. It's <laughs> a very, very good thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I don't know. This, I certainly didn't mean to make this podcast about race, but it is interesting. I mean, I definitely have friends of all ethnic backgrounds, but in certainly in the comedy world that I like, in the stuff I get cast in, mm-hmm. I'm still I still feel like I fall very much in the like you get cast in some sitcom that has like a token black person or a token Asian, or if you're lucky, both. Mm-hmm. But it's still not. It's not like I I, I don't feel like there's a, an ethnic richness to uh, a lot of television still. And those are like a lot of the people that I end up being around because I'm a social hermit. <laughs> so a lot of my uh, friendships the, grow out of where I work. Your work friends? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I'll use the term like, work loosely because it's not like I'm, you know, an accountant. With PJ oh, God still? bless all you accountants. PJ Byrne? Mm-hmm. Yes. I know him. He, uh, my girlfriend used to ba- babysit his... Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. I thought you were going to say your girlfriend used to babysit him. I got real excited about this no. story. No, that she's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my old Haitian <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. Used to nuzzle true. him to her own breast. Oh, God. Oh, God. Nuzzling it in. Uh, no, your girlfriend used to babysit. His baby. His little baby Madison. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. He's the most darling man. He's a very nice. He loves he loves people and I my impression of him is that within I said when he was doing a con with me and I told the people that were picking me up, I was like, When you pick up each at the airport, I will bite fifty dollars within five minutes. He's like, Alright, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I do love you, I love you. He lo- he loves everybody. Yeah, me too. I like to You're love her. Yeah. Not de- a fighter. Always in degrees though. <laughs> Varying degrees of love. Yeah. Love. All right. Were you? Where did you grow up? I grew up in. I was born in Gardena, California, and okay. I grew up in Chicago, and then I went to high school in Oregon, in Salem, Oregon. Okay. Wait. So grew up. I considered high school to be part of growing up. I'm just gonna get closer and closer to you. Mm-hmm. So it's really loud in here until you're like really uncomfortable. I would never be uncomfortable. Okay, you grew up in okay, so but what? So you went to high school in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So you lived in Chicago till you were what? 13, 13 14? Yeah. Okay. How? What? Where? What took you from place to place? Uh, just a lot. A lot uh, Chicago just wasn't going well. Not, is that is that true? It just mm-hmm. wasn't a good fit for your family. Who was your family? Was your family makeup? Uh, it was just my mom and my sister and my, uh, my aunt and her daughter. Uh, up until I was 10 and then she had another boy so for a while it's just me and a bunch of ladies and I played a lot of pretty pretty princess and this things is, of that nature this makes nature. a lot of good common sense to me I like it <laughs> um, pretty pretty princess that, like, there's a, uh, it's a board game trademark? where you try to get to become a really? princess and are you get serious? The crown. Yeah. I didn't know it was a real board game I just mm-hmm. thought that was like a a term for the dress up you used no. to do with your, your, your it's an actual board game you can win wow. and I was cutthroat <laughs> I bet I'm gonna be the prettiest princess I've no doubt about that could, could you do you remember what I mean if you played it a lot I'd like mm-hmm. to hear a be, uh, even more well, detailed breakdown you just had like pieces like you could be like a high heel shoe or a different thing and then you just I'm tried so to horrified. pick up different pieces of your outfit until you got oh your, your whole outfit together but so you weren't a real princess I mean I it's mean, not the not until you got the tiara but there was were. a tiara at the yeah. end this is I don't wow I I thought Clue was cool. Clue is hey! cool. Hey, Trina. Trina Davis is here. Shut the door behind. We're just making you. a podcast episode. That's okay. 
Um, I'm learning about Ron having played a game called Pretty Pretty Princess, which is an actual board game. Oh, I've heard of this. I've never heard of it. I'm so enthralled. Do you, was that the only game you played? What about No, Clue? I mean, I played a lot of games. I played a lot of games. Don't Are think we I in a fight right now? <laughs> <laughs> my God, I'm already in a fight. Uh, what other games did you play? Why am I fascinated Any, now with I mean, games? I this is an all games video games. I'm just, you know, I'm a okay. big video game player, but I've also played, you know, any of the ones. The 13 Dead and Dry was probably one of my favorites. Oh, you know that I also one. don't know what that is. It's just a game about where you set up a bunch of elaborate traps to try to murder people. And is that a board they, game? Yeah. And if they land in your space, you're supposed to set off the trap. But then we would just set off the traps. We would just set them up and then set them off. Are they actual? So they're actual little tiny... Like there's a real trap Yeah, there's involved. like a little fireplace that you can That's make people fall in. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I would love that because you know what I love? I've realized that I feel like maybe my favorite. We love One you. We're favorite. in the Christian acapella group today. Oh, together. oh Christian acapella group? Mm-hmm. God, there's so much I need to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah, I'm a complex individual. You really are. Um, I love what I call the home alone genre of movie where people set traps for other people. Yeah. Like it's David versus Goliath or whatever. Yeah. And you set a bunch of MacGyver-esque traps. Yeah. Well, some That's of them were really favorite. scary though. The, in, within that uh, 13 murdered movie. and dead? No, what was it just called? in that genre of movies. Just in that Thir- genre? Yeah, 13 dead and drive uh-huh. is the game. Uh, what's like... Sc- like versus Home Alone, which is has a comedic element. There mm-hmm. are some trap, trap Home Alone trap movies that are more scary. Yeah, for sure. Like what? I don't remember their names, but it seems mm. like a lot of horror movies. Right well, that's that true. Way. You're right. But isn't it satisfying like when it Saw. turns on Those the other? Are like Saw movies, well, right? yeah, but that's like the bad guy Home Alone. Whereas I like the... <laughs> Saw is the bad guy. Yeah, that's what they should have named it. He's like, I'm gonna get all these innocent people to protect myself so that my crazy stays intact. <laughs> yeah. That's that's basically what that is. It's just, it's just the same plot that his parents left him. <laughs> it's it's the thing that could have happened to <laughs> young Kevin. Kevin McAllister. There we go. Uh, you know what that? You know what it is? That's like the tarantula actually bit the saw guy, and <laughs> he went crazy. Yeah. And then he became Mr. Saw. Is it? <laughs> I, I assume his character's name is Mr. Saw. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, hundred percent. So things weren't going well in Chicago. Mm-mm. Do, do, should I ask about more detail about what that means? Well, you can. I mean, I, you know, it just wasn't. It's not. I was going to a, like a. I went to a Catholic school for most of my years, and then uh, we kind of ran like money. So I was going to have to go to a public school with like a metal detector, and mm. it just wasn't. And I, you know, it's nothing's. I mean, you know, you go to school. What people that you know from like the first through your whole years, and yeah. then you move into a completely different school where they've all known each other, right? And then on top of that, then it's like, oh, you're coming from the Christian school and into this school, so it wasn't ever gonna that wasn't fun. And then just my mom had a boyfriend that wasn't a fun guy, uh, and so that wasn't, and she was just having a hard time getting rid of him, sure. So uh, just wasn't a good situation. And Oregon, what specifically about Oregon? It's just uh, just where my dad was ended up because he was in construction. Oh, there you go. I gotta tell you, I love Oregon. How do you feel about it? I love it. I love was it, it Portland? Where do where was? Uh, we lived in a lot of different places in Oregon. We lived in Salem. Uh, I, uh, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, so mm-hmm. it's like the, it's the capital. It's co- what's what? It's the capital of it. It's Cherry Cherry City, if I remember Cherry correctly. Cherry City, Cherry City, USA. Cherry City, USA. Is Salem, it hot Oregon. or is it? Because you know, some the thing it's that surprises me about the some of the Oregon and Washington is everyone's like, oh, Pacific Northwest, it's always cool up there. But it's like once you get east of a certain point, it yeah, gets as it's hot a deep as valley. like LA. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's just this flat land. Yeah, and so it can get pretty hot and just gross. It's, uh, but it's. I mean, do you like the people though? Like when you got into high school. Um, up there was it better i mean yeah it's just always i just learned i mean how to that i just was good at floating around and talking to people and just kind of like i never i mean that's kind of been my thing is like i never really had like a group of people i don't, I don't like cause i kind of know a little bit about a lot of things mm-hmm. i don't know a lot about anything really you didn't so. have a thing that was like because I didn't, I don't know that no, i did either I where people like, were like oh you know ron he's the if you want to he- know more about 
the history of Sesame Street. Yeah. He's your guy. He knows everything. Like, do you didn't have a thing that was sort of like your calling no, card? You know, because in high school, some people really claim that stuff. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I never played like I uh, never played a team sport at all. And then it's kind of like, um, in like early school and middle school, I was really good at academics. And then in high school, I was kind of like bored about it, and I just was not good at all. Mm-hmm. Just so. Uh, so I wasn't. You were bored that. by it, like there wasn't anything. You didn't have that. There wasn't sort anything of like... I enjoyed. I, mean, I was never a fan of busy work in any regard. Yeah. And so, anytime I felt like they were just giving me something to give it to me, it was just. I just I've I've never been able really to do anything that I'm not passionate about, and so it just kind of like wouldn't do it. Does that mean that you were like the wisecracker in your class too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but not ever in a class clown in like loud way. Just morally, always in a, like a you know, just like a nudge, like you <laughs> know. And then, uh, and then I ended up like when they did like you know when you do your graduation and they do all your voting things. And then I, I was voted class clown, and I was like, I don't even know you guys really like. Yeah, were paying attention to anything <laughs> I was saying. I was just kind of in the background cracking jokes to myself mostly. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that pretty much was my high school existence. And I kind of just floated around. But did you... So, whether you had that at school, did you have stuff that you were passionate about outside of school? Like, did you, were you into comedy? Were you, like, one of these comedians that sort of I mean, has stand-up idols? I mean, yeah, I always loved comedy. I always, like... We, my, that was Humor was always a big thing in my family. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you have funny... You have uh, your yeah, sister and your cousin and your mom. Yeah, funny. funny. yeah. And uh, they all thought that I was funny. And we'd always, you know, watch stand-up. Uh, videos and, and I just always remembered that I I just loved like uh, I Love Lucy like like growing up like that was just like my favorite show it, come it on, was like after cartoons yeah and Lucy Ball come on and I just I don't know something about it I just loved it yeah and uh, I felt that way about Bewitched and I Dream of Genie but I know that's because I liked the magical element of it because I so badly wanted to have magic powers <laughs> you know I can understand that God it'd be so satisfying yeah and you well, probably so wanted to have bright red hair yeah bright red hair and be married and to a, tem- a temperamental Cuban mm-hmm and just blame them, I'm a star let me out of this situation <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're sort of friends with everybody. Yeah, just in a floaty you, way. And just, so you, know. you feel like that's you feel like that's something that's kind of held true for you all the way up through today, mm-hmm. and that you see you observe in other people that they kind of yeah. I mean, because everybody kind of has their you know they, who they all grew up playing soccer or, or they all grew up you know everybody has these things and they kind of just like oh you did this too and that, that and I always feel like I mean I have you know Greek friends and stuff but I always feel like I'm always like kind of like. I like to keep people that at uh, every distance that I just enjoy everybody, mm-hmm. you know. So some people it's more, some people like that I like a lot are very close to me. But if I'm like, oh, if I let you this close and I don't enjoy you, then I just know to keep you at arm's length, mm-hmm. and because I just want to keep you where I do enjoy you, because I just mm-hmm. don't like not be like I don't like that guy. Yeah, you know? but like I like that person in small doses. I think that makes sense, but I think that people do have trouble with those kinds of boundaries, right? Is that they sort of the, I think that happens in relationships and friendships, but like this kind of intimacy that gets built up before you even really knew it was happening. And a lot of times in high school, those friendships crash and burn. Yeah. Because it's like you get you kind of get friend crushes on each other, and then suddenly two people are spending all their time together, and mm-hmm. then there's like some kind of weird thing that happens where one person becomes sick of the other person, or they both just have like a full on blowout, like a relationship, like yeah. a, like they got married too soon almost. Yeah. You know, no one, I mean, just because it's a lot of times it's friends by proximity, you know, just because you're near each other. Right. Uh, that can be true with work, too, I guess. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But do you feel like, well, I guess that's a question I would ask you is like, what, mm-hmm. how did that, how did relationships, did you have girlfriends? Did you have crushes? <coughs> I mean, obviously we all have had crushes and whatnot, mm-hmm. but. In high school? Yeah. Um, no, not really. Up in, I didn't have like a single girlfriend until I was in senior year. Uh, and then I had one girlfriend and then I ended up getting her pregnant and then she had my son. And so then I spent the next 10 years in that relationship. So that was a, that was a, that was a, I, that was a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't. 
obviously there are situations in which that happens. Listen, I want to acknowledge your gold chain and the fact that I just kicked it and I want to lovingly put it over to the side. So it doesn't happen <laughs> again. Um, do you feel like, I mean, that's a, that's a tough thing not to want to get into. Cause obviously that's a huge change to have happen to you at the end of high school. And a lot of relationships don't, I don't want to say survive that. Cause that sounds like, they should survive and they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way at all. Yeah. But certainly some relationships end at a pregnancy. Some relationships last a little longer. 10 years is a good long time. Yeah, I felt so. I felt like, oh, that was a, that's like a good, that's a dynasty. That's a good corporation right. run. <laughs> we really built something together. Yeah, we 10 really years and then together. we go our separate way. Yeah. We really, we really put it. <laughs> you put in your time? Yeah. Well, did you... Successful. That's what I always put. One of my jokes. I should. Uh, I was just like I always felt like I complete. I didn't get divorced. I completed my marriage. Like we yeah. just always oh, step back. We're finished. That's we're right. Done. School just picked right up at being a father and a husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as you were, and you weren't that keen on uh, actual academics anyway at that point. Yeah. So you went to the school of life and marriage and parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, did you when because you were still really young? I mean, per, in perspective to how old I am now, when I think about when you guys split up you were still young enough that did you feel like you were like oh i missed i i sort of had this um, this one amazing experience and probably very difficult experience on some level but all my friends or people around me were having a totally different experience or were you did you have peers who were also parents and stuff did you feel like that you were having something different happen uh, to you? both you know no. i just had i would feel like when i got out of it i was just mostly like and then when I had to start dating and stuff, and then I was just like, oh, I don't know how to really do this. And, and then I've seen like, oh, I missed a lot of time with people where they learned how to date and, and be, uh, what they want to do and, and who the type of person they want to go out with. And I had to learn that yeah. and not to just like chase anybody. And then Did I'll, you have that kind of like hunger when you first, I mean, I, start, I hate to put it in those terms because it sounds kind of base, but <laughs> did you have that kind of... Like oh fuck I gotta get caught up I gotta who's out there what's who's gonna want me and what's how's this gonna work and yeah like, well, first I was like I don't think I'm ever gonna have sex again no, all right and all right I'm like oh no I want to uh, do that and have to see with anybody I want to that's right and then uh, but then I was like oh I don't really like it when I know every you know when we're just when there's just no real intimacy there and you're just like when you just feel like oh I know, I just you have sex with each other and then you're like oh I feel like you're texting someone else right now yeah you know and then you're just like and i understand that because i'm checking to see if someone texted Uh me and i'm just like but i don't like this feeling at all yeah and so i was just like oh so i just kind of stepped away from that and i have a girlfriend that i love very much and uh, we're just riding that out to see how where that goes who knows and you where's your son live uh he's with me yeah he's with me in la uh, which has been really cool. I like. And that is his mom here too? Uh, no, she's in Oregon, and like you know, she'll see him in the summers mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, but for school stuff, he's been living in LA recently. Yeah. What um, what kind of girl when you were in high school were you attracted to? Like, did you have a specific kind of? Did you find yourself really attracted to like girls who were really talented or? Was there any uh, consistency? Not that there was any for me, by the way. Like, I was all over the map. I just always felt like I was always attracted to the type of girls who existed a while ago. And <laughs> harder to find. Uh-huh. Um, like, I really like... Oh, oh it's like... Much care, I don't say the name. Is it Shirley MacLaine or Shirley? Uh, that's certainly From someone. the apartment. Oh, yeah. Shirley yeah. MacLaine. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that's who I like. Like that's. I'm trying to picture what her, who she's, who she is, and what is special well, about that character. She was a short character. little she's hair, Spitfire, a little pixie, little Spitfire for and sure. She was a weird, very independent, mm-hmm. very weird, proud to be weird. Didn't have an issue with like kind of knew who she was. Yeah, I like your taste. Thank you. And As I, I like lean a little Lucille closer, Ball. I'm not saying that no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. You like uh, Lucy Ball? Listen, those are two redheads. A lot of the time in literature, film, and television, I've said this on the podcast before. Red hair is like shorthand for independent, fiery spirit, which I guess is people still feel that way about gingers as they enjoy yeah. calling them these days um but it is kind of funny that's like an immediate stand-in that's like oh this person is somehow slightly removed
removed from the rest of society and and maybe temperamental but is also super lovable and has like very strong opinions about things yeah. like those are the female iconic mm. women not Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking. Anne of Green Gables. We're talking two redheads with braids right there. Uh, but yeah, that was like, I mean, I really wanted to have red hair when I was little because I thought that's what it takes to be like really <laughs> special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sassy. I know I'm a handful. <laughs> Why don't I have red hair? That's pretty much how I felt. Uh, I like the Shirley MacLaine reference to the apartment. That's pretty classic. Yeah. Yeah. Those classic ladies. Yeah. Uh, What, and so your friends that you did hang out with since you weren't playing team sports, you weren't like off doing the school play, I assume. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you like doing in your spare time? Uh, We just mostly talked about uh, video games, play video games, and watch wrestling and smoke pot. All right. Pretty much the same thing I'm doing. Sure. (laughs) No, it's all. It's all really becoming more and more clear why it feels so familiar and comfortable to you to be in that same place. Um, what video games did you like then that you were like really into? I know uh, you love Pretty Pretty Princess, the board <laughs> game at a young age. Uh, I mean, I like Super Mario 3. It's like my favorite game ever. And then I like... Um, don't be mad at me, but I don't know which one is Super Mario 3. Like, what's different okay. about Super Mario 3? okay. Why would I be 3? mad about I'm, that? I don't want to be in another fight with you. We got enough serious <laughs> fight earlier. I'm still reeling from it. Uh, Super Mario 3 is the one where he wears, like, a, a tanuki suit, and oh. he can fly, oh, and okay. there's a magical whistle involved. There's a magical whistle? Fuck. Felicia Day is, like... I'm always, I always can't say rolling over in a grave. By the way, independent, redhead, <laughs> fiery... Mm-hmm. Self-starter, Felicia, <laughs> another present-day hero of mine. Um, all right, Super Mario Three can fly, and there's a magic whistle. I'm in. I'm a hundred percent in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, Did you like shooter games? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like like what do you mean? Like first-person shooters, or do you mean like when you have the light gun and you shoot mm-hmm. things? So the, the answer is the either is yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Do I mean, you feel? Like how do you feel games. about that? And uh, by the way, again, I'm not like. How do you feel about shooter games? But like, what the the sort of people who are very into video games, especially, I don't have that at all. That thing where I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what's making our r- culture violent. I certainly mm-hmm. don't feel that way. I don't feel like that's there's an immediate line that you can draw. But what do you think when like? How do you respond when people are like, it's these video games these days? <laughs> I'm wagging so, my finger what aggressively. What type of voice do you have? Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you something, everyone. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, I mean, it's just... I I always feel like there's room for all different types of video games. And I do think there should be more than the shootery type of video game that is always prevalent. But uh, at the same time, I don't feel like... You know, I feel like it's just a choice. Like some people are like, like oh, I want to make aggressive games. I want to do that. Right. I mean, that's just what they do. Do you think there's any correlation at all? Do you think that somebody who's who has a violent tendency could be could be could have like a catharsis from doing a game like that? Yeah, or, of and, course. But, and, and then a different person it could exacerbate and they could become more violent. I don't know. A lot of people are weirdos. I mean, uh, mental health is a big issue. So I feel like yeah. Until you know, we have feel like we have any sense of that figured out at all as a culture I don't really know what conversation to have outside of that do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. feels like if we sort of had that somehow more together than we do now then we could start talking about other smaller like subsections of what makes us violent or what makes us depressed how about managing stress managing options choices what do you have under control people don't really try to talk about that that much no there's still a huge stigma attached to it yeah a lot of people don't want to be sensitive i mean there's a big issue about the word sensitive and it's just like it's so negative to people but it's one of the most best it's the best you can be yeah be open and 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 intuitive and uh, available and and be able to feel things and see things is is the best enjoy your life so it's like why would you want to be closed off and in the tank and be like I'm just, you know, I'm, it's just me. I just like me. And <laughs> I'm the best. Maybe I like one or two other people. Yeah. Uh, but definitely uh, not uh, ladies. Uh, <laughs> the bitches are, right. you know, our guys are no good. You know, it's just yeah. like, you know, it's just the thing of like, no, everybody else is the worst. And you're yeah. just like, no, everybody 
is struggling. Everybody is unsure of themselves. Everybody is capable of and has a lot of potential, and and you should be more sensitive to that. Yeah. And I think that would be a good thing. I don't know how to go about that, really, I guess, to talk about it. But I think you're doing that. And, I mean, I think that's, like, I know, even just within the comedy world, it's interesting because I feel like I respond more to comedians who sort of make fun of themselves or include themselves in observation versus some comedy which is definitely more blamey and very sort of like it's me against them yeah, and like the be with me on my yeah, side because yeah. these these people are like this and I hate that yeah. and that's something I get uncomfortable with that because I so quickly slide over into like I know but like they're kind of just also people who yeah. well I always feel like whenever you do that you're always going to cut off 40 you know the 30 5, 40, 50 percent of your audience yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I was like, hey wait a minute I drive poorly yeah, why don't you want to do that? Little ladies are doing that. And then it's always the worst when you go to places where they still like that. And you're like, we do. We do uh-huh. drive poorly. <laughs> 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 like, no, you're just a shitty person and is an idiot. Yeah, like, don't worry. Don't worry. It's just that. Um, when you started doing, when did you, how old were you when you started doing stand-up? 23. And what... Uh, what kind of pushed you over the edge to where you were like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see what this is all about. Um, it was my son. I had my son and I was going to be like, oh, I got to get a good job. I got to get a 401k. So, and I was working at a Wait, you were 23 when you thought you had to have a 401k? You were like ages better well, than Well, no, I was 20 when, when I, was... I thought I had to get a 401k. So that's when he was coming. Well, that's it, right? I guess parenthood is a complete, it just changes the game completely if you're present to it in that way. Yeah, well, yeah, if you're going to be like, I'm not going to run away. Like, yeah. So yeah. I was like, no, I'm gonna, I want to take care of my son. And so I, I was working at a grocery store and I got a job at a bank call center because it was like the only thing where you could get like. 15 bucks an hour without a college education sure. and then they were steadily promoting you but i was like and then it quickly was like oh this is a trap uh-huh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> if i get up to 20 bucks yeah. an hour yeah oh, i'm like i'm not going anywhere else yeah you know go back to eight dollars an hour yeah I'm like no thank you yeah and so i, I was definitely like, relate to that and it was like oh i'm gonna have to figure this out um and then my son was diagnosed with autism and I was kind of like freaked out the other way and was just kind of like, I'm going to need to have a career. I'm going to need to have something just in case he needs care for the rest of his life where I'm not around. Mm-hmm. I need to have a career, like real money. And I was like, I need to either go to college uh, and pursue something. Uh-huh. So that wasn't, you know, right then I was like, oh, I don't know what, because I'm just at something. Right. right. <laughs> that pay yeah how was uh, something what kind pay? of uh, ira what kind of what am i drawing in uh yeah but i always wanted to do comedy and God, uh, that, do you i mean i'm sure you know this already i'm just so stunned that to pick that to think like well that is the thing i'm gonna pursue as a career i'm sure you've heard this a million times but just the idea of like a thing that feels less sure and scary to yeah. so many people oh yeah now, that you now still went after so it is so inspiring that, yeah. i think God. i feel like it is especially if you're young and in your 20s because yeah. now that i'm 32 i look at it and i go man if that happened today i just wouldn't do it yeah because i would be too terrified yeah to put my son in danger sure you know and uh, so what was your comedy like when you started out? What were you kind of... I mean, that's a weird kind of meta question to ask, but because we were talking about, like, the nature of, like, how... It was just similar, but rawer. Like, you know, because I did a lot of, like, bar rooms and stuff like that, so there was a lot of shock value trying to go in there and and then like oh, who's drinking tonight even though i was like i'm i'm allergic to alcohol <laughs> <laughs> so i don't even know what you guys are doing yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah that's an immediate like distance between you and your audience as far as yeah as far as yeah that type of crowd but yeah so it's a lot of just but then, you know you just have to it's just a lot of, i mean how it's kind of had a weird rhythm I mean, like even when i speak now it's kind of you know Pitter patters all over the place, uh, but the good news about that is, I will say, just to take a moment to be a total sycophant. Uh, that's 
25 cent word I'm very proud of. I love it. Uh, it was, to be honest with you, it was, it's only in my mind because it was a recent uh, word in a crossword puzzle that I was doing. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that word. I got to try that out with Funches. Um, you are just funny. Like here, you're someone that when I, when people talk about you, uh, certainly in my company, they're like, I don't know, man, Funches is just funny. Like he could read out of a phone book and I would <laughs> think it was brilliant, you know? And that's not, a lot of comedians would sort of kill to feel, to feel that way because I'm, I'm not saying you don't have to work on your, your material. Of course you do, but um, but I think you're envied by other people who feel like God. He could just he's just funny. Like he would tell a joke better than I would if it was the exact same words. You know, I feel yeah, like that's cool. a natural gift. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I appreciate that. We'll accept that. Sure. Uh, I'm glad you will. I'm glad Thank you will. You. This has been a very pleasant transaction. <laughs> you receiving my compliment. <laughs> Prego. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, got a little uh, Italian. Yeah, Italiano. Yeah, I went to Italy recently. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so great. For the first time ever, I never left this 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 here continent. Italy was the first uh, first place you then went, went outside. Went to Paris of and then Italy and then you did it right. Yeah. What. Uh, Italy, Paris, what? Uh, Fran- elsewhere in France or just Paris? No, just Paris. And then uh, we went to Venice, Florence, and sure. then Amsterdam. Okay. I, the, I guess I've been to all of those places. And I, of all those places, Paris was my favorite. But that's because I spoke, you know, took a bunch of French when I was young. Oh, my mom cool. used to teach it. Oh, that's um, one of my I favorite l- things when ladies speak French. Oh, we got a lot to talk. Honestly, we got to dye my hair ASAP. <laughs> one. And that is the first thing on my agenda. Before I see you, I got to be super red haired. Um, but uh, yeah, I do love the French. But I, but the Italian, the whole experience, and I, I was only in Florence and Venice. Also, did you go elsewhere? Did you go to like Rome? No, and all? just so you went to, that's funny that we both went to the same two places. Uh, do, did you? Did, and you? Did you love it? Yeah, I had a great time. I loved. Uh, I mean, I just like having new experiences and seeing old, really old places and seeing art. Seeing, uh, I, I'm a big. I like that whole era of art, the Renaissance era and mm-hmm. stuff. So I was just really, I had a great time. Um, and then I like Amsterdam, I love pot and hanging out and sure. art. So it was just, and there's everything so chill. It's so always like that. Cause I feel like even, you know, even in places where pot's legal, you still get these people where like, you're like, oh, you're five minutes late. I bet you were smoking, smoking <laughs> your butt. Right. I remember like I got in a fight with my sister recently and my aunt was like, Oh, it's probably because you got high before. I was like, who? Wait a minute. That what? Even that make being sense? used that you're aggressive? Yeah. God, amazing. Yeah. That's, like a, that's an impressive leap. Yeah. But I always feel like there's always, because it's one thing where you can't ever say that because if they're drinking, then it's an excuse. They're just like, yeah, excuse exactly. me, let me, you got to give me a pass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, there's just always still that stigma of like. Yeah. I don't know that I have ever had anybody do anything to me uh, with the apology argument that they were high to be honest with you like it's only i've never had anybody behave badly and say later i'm so sorry i was so stoned it's always uh, i was i mean this doesn't happen to me a bunch but like even when you sort of see it happening with other people it's never because somebody was for in my experience never because somebody was stoned yeah that's no. just not a thing that i've no because pretty just chilling and relaxing yeah unless you freak out then it's probably not for you well that's i did have to stop smoking pot because i did i smoked a great deal of it and then i started having bad experiences which was such a boy it was tough letting it go for a long time bad i hope that for the grace of god i hope that doesn't happen to me I think I was 18 So you're probably You've cleared whatever Because that's <laughs> like the time When your brain's crazy juices Kind of kick in mm-hmm. um, And so I think that's what Part of what was happening to me was like whatever, <laughs> whatever weird reaction I was going to have Was probably going to happen then And then alone But it like Sort of spelt You know Sort yeah. of uh, maps itself out For the rest of your life But I've talked about this before But there's I know obviously now you know, Back in the day There's you would notice if you were smoking some stronger weed. That was about it. People mm-hmm. were not, even in Flagstaff, Arizona, where it was uh, very, very bountiful. There was a plentiful supply. Uh, nobody was talking about this one mellows you out. This one gives you energy. This all that. And now we're in a place where, you know, so many of my friends who swear by it are like, uh, you know, you could go somewhere. Now, now people smoke pot for anxiety, and there's there's different strains to where you could almost certainly find some that yeah. do that to you that yeah. you could enjoy and yeah. I do want to but once you have enough of those experiences you're like oh boy I am I ready to risk yeah. going through that even one more time yeah. it's tough 
Yeah, no, I understand, and that's up to that's that's a personal choice. Yeah, of whether you're like, oh man, I feel I'm stressed out sometimes. Maybe I would like to. Dude, I would. L- I mean, listen, I would love to because this is the thing is, I, I'm sure it's clear to you. I, my guess is, I'm more high strung than you. Yeah, um, just telling <laughs> your voice so fast. Uh, and so that's another question: is do you did you ever have you always been like is the chicken. And the egg situation, <laughs> I don't know, there's a saying about that. But do, were you ever more high-strung and you smoked pot because it made you feel better? Or have you always been chill and enjoyed smoking pot and the two don't necessarily feed off of each other? They just kind of coexist. Um, it's kind of uh, a little of both in a weird way. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been really kind of chill and relaxed and low tone and never and i guess like if you're that person you're comfortable being that person meth probably isn't yeah the thing you want to feel anyway no like you know i've never i've never even had i'm like i'm not like a drug person yeah like i'm not i'm remarkably square outside like you know outside of my smoking pot in my hair you said you're (laughs) thanks for mentioning that because you were out there with your hair (laughs) out there no you have gray hair uh, w- you said you were allergic to alcohol. How do you know? How did you come to know that? By to drinking. discover that? Uh huh. Interesting, right? Great <laughs> yeah. science experiment. Mm-hmm. So, when you were a teenager, you tried to, and mm-hmm. what what happened to you? Did you get physically sick right away? Yeah, did you- yeah. I find that you know that it was very easy for me to really get sick and mm-hmm. have trouble breathing. Yeah, when everything kind of closes up, which is like not uncommon. Yeah. I think and it's more common projectile than projectile vomit. Sure, sure. Like a movie. Hot. Like a whole very, very hot. hot. Yeah, very hot. Very hot. Did you experience any feelings of being drunk that were enjoyable that you felt like, oh, this sucks. No, How can I be allergic? Never. So it didn't even really. It was always I got sick before I felt drunk. I, yeah. I thought like, this is, is this what drunk feels like? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, no. But now I always like, I'm like, oh, I'm missing it. There's a whole culture of drinking that I don't understand. Like, yeah. I don't know beer pong, and I don't know, like, uh, taking a shot with somebody. Right. I don't, like, these are all, are just sitting back and swirling a wine. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. You know, and it seems like, it seems fun. It seems like people are having a good time when they do it. Yeah. And then it also, again, when I, when I, ever I'm single, it really feels like, it's like, oh, it's difficult. I really have to like you. We have to have fun and talk because I'm not. We're not getting drunk together, yeah. and we're not gonna just have be like randomly. Like, there's not a lot of random hookups, which I on. think of as a huge bonus because I, I have yeah. been. I've been the person that thought someone was awesome because I drank more, and I've been the person who's like, oh, I, I can see that this is gonna go nowhere because. You already want to go like have a bunch of drinks, yeah. And I'm just not. Yeah, that's not going to be the way I in your purse. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's not going to work for me <laughs> per se. <laughs> um. All right. I. This, the, what's funny about this is that I have actually no idea how much time has passed because um this new program that I'm using it, it doesn't show me how long we've talked. But uh, based on when we started and my suspicion that um we've been talking for a while i'm gonna play this mash game with you okay and suspicion uh, base exactly and also i mean billy idol is still going strong this is interesting because i didn't bring my pad with me because i thought my gear wasn't working so i'm just gonna have to do it old school um are we smart for doing a podcast during this or are we i really don't know but i think that in the spirit of it being uh outside lands i'm gonna embrace it I'm just going to embrace it. Okay, my first category... Maybe I'll do a condensed version of this since I don't have a live room to write on. My first category for MASH... You've ever played MASH? No, I don't know what this is. Right. Uh, I'll just surprise you. What's What song is this? Hey, it's something hey, where he talks to a little sister. Yeah. Uh, I knew I didn't need to go see this when I was... I, talked to Rory uh, Scovel and I was like is it Billy Joel or Billy <laughs> I don't know I go, excuse beautiful. me excuse me I, I'm, I am I'm black that's and a beautiful I question not sure you're the cooler for not knowing that is a uh, uh, 100% how I feel uh, with that in mind give me three uh, musicians bands uh, musical artists that you would love to like be friends with like just Ooh. living or dead they're like, we got to get Funches backstage. Our show isn't going to be good unless he's there. 
Okay, well, this would be different than just people I enjoy because I also want to think they would be good people. Yep, yep. Changes so, it. So, probably Prince, he would be great up there for sure. Uh, and then there's this rapper that I like from Houston mm-hmm. named Devin the Dude. Devin the Dude. Who just raps a lot about smoking pot and uh-huh. hanging out. And it seems like he would be a fun guy to hang out with. Sure. And let's see. Do a group. I guess I then also Outcast. Oh, God, yeah. Like, they seem like they would be fun and then also have a lot of wigs that the we group. can... <laughs> Listen a minute for the wigs. I got to be honest with you guys. Yeah, wigs I'm, I'm sorry this day has come that I've had to. Out. I'm. I know I have your boa on. I'm sorry. Let me return this boa. That's the type of friends we are. I like it. Uh, three. Uh, three now. Food, drinks. This because this since food you're really or drinks. If you want to food, drinks uh, that you wish you could have. In like that you could have with no physical ramifications whatsoever. So it could be that you wish you could have a beer and not get sick, or it could be that you wish you could like me eat a like a tray of brownies but not ever feel like too full. I know. Um, I wish that I could have like a Rocky Road milkshake all the time, and that it wouldn't make me be be fat. Mm -hmm. And I wish that right there. Uh, I can just drink cherry cokes all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't do that. Um, let's see. Rocky Road milkshake. Let me back up on that because doesn't Rocky Road have nuts in it? So it I don't does. think of milkshake. I Rocky know, Road. but you can. You're me. Fascinating. Yeah, I like it. You just have to be careful. It's a dangerous milkshake. <laughs> Don't drink it thinking you couldn't choke on a nut you because they're totally in there. Can. They are in there. Yeah. All right. I copy that. What's the, uh, what's your third one? My third one would probably, I guess I would, I mean, I don't know. I don't really like it as much as that I'd be like, I'd like to drink. I don't, I, part of me is like, oh, I like that I don't. Sure. You know? uh, so I don't think I'd want to drink. Fair enough. But I guess I'd want to just, you know, just do a, just a ton of heroin. <laughs> 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 Speaking of that, when you were talking about getting how immediately you got sick, I always think to myself about friends of mine who got into heroin when I was in high school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who were like. This it sounds like a rich just, high school. It was a, a for sure no. These are people who immediately like ended up on the street because no, there was no. no money to be to to be to be buying this stuff. But like I had a friend who made a decision that he was going to get into heroin use and wanted like the whole idea of something that feels so good that you have to push past the initial vomiting everywhere is yeah. more commitment than I have oh, yeah. in me. You know what I mean? Also, I can't. It's not like that's not a thing I can like, look I past. Stick a needle in me. Yeah, exactly. No, thank you. That's a long list of things I have to get over before I'm like in the zone with a heroin. Yeah, not gonna happen for me. No, I'm putting this on here. Heroin. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the good, none of the bad. Yeah, we want you and I will probably no never know needles. what that good is like. <laughs> no needles, needle for heroin, and not freebasing. Look, it's just a wonderful. Yeah. You get it from a the kiss of a butterfly flapping against your cheek. Yeah, you get the joy of heroin use. Um, give me three uh, places. Uh, give me three video games you wish you could go into because they're they're real worlds and you can hang out in them whenever you want with no danger to you unless danger for you is part of it. That's fun. Okay. I like to. Ooh, I like to go in the Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. And hang out in the Marble Hill Zone where there's fun lava and like there's like a lava caterpillar that <laughs> walks around. Great. Uh, but like it doesn't hurt me, of course. N- naturally, it and does then not. I can find all the secret compartments. I'm really in the like secret areas. Like I want. I always feel like I own a home. I want to be able to have a place that has secret air. 100%. I've never let that go. I need some sort of puzzle that guests can solve that will eventually lead to some opening into some room that they didn't know was there. Yeah. It's very important to me. I would love Love that. Love a secret compartment. Ugh. 
love it. Okay, Sonic. Uh, okay, give me two more. Yeah. Uh, let's see where we're at. Well, I guess Streets of Rage too, because you could like. I mean, there's and there's a lot of beat 'em ups like this, but like when you can knock over trash cans and you get turkeys and stuff. I what is it called? Sorry, fun. Streets of Rage two. Oh, Streets of Rage. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, and also, there's a black kid named Skate who liked to inline skate, and at that time, I liked to inline skate, Fair. and I was like, we should be friends. Yeah, you know. And then there's a lot of fun. Uh, I think there's a lot of transvestite uh, <laughs> boxers in, in this game. Great. So they'd be cool to hang out with. And there's fun jazz clubs. Oh, and I like jazz clubs. Yeah, this place sounds fun. all right. Yeah. All right. And then what's your final one? Uh, my final one will probably be like, uh, what's that? Mm, Earthworm Gym. That would be fun. That would be a fun area because you can have your own little. Uh, like boat that's like a clear bubble that you can fly in, just drive around in, and you, Great. uh, you're rocking around hail. Sure, it's fun. I'd love a clear bubble. I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn a clear bubble down. Three. Now listen. All due respect to your beautiful girlfriend. Mm-hmm. This is a our fictional world where you can have a uh, romantic hangout times, or an alternate universe marriage, whatever you want. With uh, three uh, ladies of your choice. Now they could be characters from something. Mm-hmm. They could it could be Shirley MacLaine's character from the apartment. Doesn't even have to be Shirley MacLaine herself. Uh, any of those people, uh, living or dead, at any age you would want them three. <laughs> okay, um, it's not. I mean, I really feel like you didn't have to preface that much. I still feel like a lot of ladies are beautiful. I, I gave not, you a lot. It's not like where you're I like, gave you a lot. You're like, out. Now don't. I want you to feel free. Listen, if it, I don't care if it's pe- peppermint patty. I don't care. I'm just like <laughs> listing all the nope the people that no one could be intimidated by in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, he picked Martha Stewart. It was weird. <laughs> That's what he was about. He loved it. Um, no, I mean I just do people that I always love that are my favorites. It would be like Lucille Ball. Great. And it would be like Shirley MacLaine. Yep. And then it would be Penny from Inspector Gadget. Oh, there we go. Because she had that book that was also a computer. (laughs) Fantastic. Okay. Uh, Three skills you wake up with tomorrow that you've downloaded Matrix style that you're awesome at. Cool. Uh, I can dunk a basketball. That would be fun. Great. Just dunk on someone. I feel like <laughs> that would give me the, the adrenaline rush to just just slam it oh, on yeah. people. Absolutely. I wish I could play basketball awesome in general. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should have said that, but I guess. <laughs> we'll assume that dunking includes that you're great at basketball. Cool. Uh, then I guess I would like to. I'd like to be able to speak another language. That would be great. That would be. How fun. about multilingual? I'm well, sure yeah. give you all kinds of talents. That would be great. Great. And then I'd like to be able to do backflips. That would be fun. Right there with you. Uh, the bed at my hotel is just stiff enough that I wake up sore from sleeping oh, every morning. No. And I've never felt more old. That's the worst. That Gotta sleep rough. in a good bed. Oh, boy. Always. That's uh, I'm glad thing. I got a good complaint in here. Thank God for that. You guys are messing up with your beds over at unnamed hotel. <laughs> Room number not to be stated. <laughs> uh, okay, my last category for you will be... Three, just three people from any walk of life that living or dead that you wish you could call and be like, "What should I do about this?" Like, kind of a mentor. You know Ooh, what I mean? I would like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about mentorship. I feel like that's important right? in life. Is to find somebody that's been through things that you want to do. So exactly. that you know about it instead of you guessing about it. Yeah. So, yes, I do understand. Okay, um, I guess they would be, for me, it would be like uh, Chris Farley, mm-hmm. probably. I think he would be really fun to talk to about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to talk to... Um, I mean, I kind of do sometimes, but I really like like Patton Oswalt. I feel like he's a really fun yeah. guy to talk to yeah, about yeah. comedy and is very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And then probably for me would be someone like uh, Ben Stiller or mm-hmm. Jack Black. I really like, I want to do that type of acting. Mm-hmm. I want to do the type of character. 
I feel like that's the type of thing I could do. So I'd like to know more about it from them. I love it. Uh, I would say yes. Three. I'm putting them in the same category as if maybe you call them and they get on speakerphone. Yeah. We're right here, Ron. We're both right here. We're holding hands. (laughs) And we're ready to give you advice. Um, And put Jerry Jerry on the phone, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Chris Farley. That's the only one that, um, unless we establish a, an amazing psychic connection with, but I just think he was so funny and great. Um, all right, so this is the part of MASH that doesn't won't make any sense to you because you haven't played it before, but just I'm going to do a thing and you just tell me when to stop, okay? Okay. Stop. Okay. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to do some calculating. I'm going to come back with your 100% at guaranteed MASH future. Cool. I can't believe you're so... Hey, hey, hey. I said stop recording. I said stop recording. We're still... Okay. So mansion, apartment, shack, and house is what MASH stands for. Mm-hmm. So you were going to end up with one of those no matter what. No, no. I want to reassure you that you have a house. Yeah. And I want to reassure you that the way you get in and out of your house, the way you travel all around your special vacation world, is it a clear bubble? Yay. Because that's where you'll be. Um, and you're going to be able to do a lot of backflips. Nice. Which I'm also very excited about for you. Me too. Uh, now listen. Uh oh. I don't know how it is that you're able to do backflips while you're on so much heroin. <laughs> the heroin that powers me. <laughs> Your superpower is heroin. <laughs> oh God. It's like Popeye oh, spinach. I just That's do a backflip. And then I lay down. Rough, 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 rough. Uh, I don't know if it's something you could talk about uh, when you were backstage at a Prince show. Nice. Hey, Prince. What's up, buddy? Uh, do you think anyone calls Prince buddy? I feel like I would call him your highness before I would call him buddy. Um, <laughs> I uh, call him little P. I, <laughs> you call him little P. <laughs> Listen, he's into it. All I know is he's got to have you backstage because you're his man. Uh, you also could talk about it if you needed to with Bed Stiller and Jack Black. Oh, yeah. Uh, Storming through the room on yeah. his way to where Who are you talking know. to? I get so horrible for Who are you talking right. to? Yeah. And it was like, it's Ron. Like, hello, hello, hi. <laughs> I gotta sit down and talk to Ron. I don't do a Jerry Stiller impression. You do way better than I me. I will. Thank you. Uh, do you think I should cultivate it and mm-hmm. become a Jerry I like Stiller it. I felt like it was. I felt like it had a solid base. The only people I enjoy impersonating, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, the only people I enjoy impersonating are usually older men actors like I don't because it's more fun and funny to me to try to sound like someone that I would never be mistaken for because <laughs> you can always tell it's still a woman's voice so I can just add him to the pile that put it in there um, put it in your in your reel it's, it's going right it into my reel <laughs> uh, and last but not least I want to reassure you that you're having some I can only assume extremely sexy times with Penny from Inspector Gadget. Yay! She's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you did all right, my friend. You did I all right. out in life. Oh, God. Um, Ron Funches, thank you so much for doing my podcast no, in the middle of a uh, rowdy music festival. Oh, anytime. Surrounded for by it. dust and fog. <laughs> by the way, not a band that's playing. Dust and fog. Not a band that's playing. I love dust and fog. I wish they were here. This is my. This is my. This is the thing I'm have been dreading most, based on the conversation that we had about your taste in music, which is that at the end of my Boys of Summer episodes, I ask my guest to sing a portion of Don Henley's Boys of Summer. I'm not sure I could think of anything more white than that. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Do I need to serenade you? Yes. Tell me if this song sounds familiar. Tell me if this song sounds familiar. I can see you, your brown skin shining in the sun. You got your head thrown back and your sunglasses on, baby. I can tell you my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. That at that that part. That part just the very <laughs> the very 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 last like the last word like gone. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah, really yeah. that's, that's what the, it really got. It's a very for me. memorable part of the song. <laughs> um I've never done that. I've never just uh, let anyone totally off yeah, the hook. That hey, part. I just got you to sing. Yeah. Sing that part again. Uh, I oh, know that God. part. Yeah. That's it. We did it. Yeah. I got you to participate 
in a way that I was not expecting, given that you don't know the song at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Funches, what would you uh, like to tell anyone about following you on Twitter or sure. checking you out on Dateable? When is this going to come out? Uh, I would tell you, I think it's probably going to come out if this Thursday, if not sooner, because I skipped okay. this, my episode last week. So I might uh, have it be like a special live from Outside Lands. It's not live. Yeah. Uh, it was live at the time we yeah, recorded we're alive, it. We're still we're alive. We're certainly alive. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely alive. Uh, you can find me at, at Ryan Funches. Uh, I think my website might be updated at that no. time at rawfunches.com. Um, I'll be recording my debut album at Denver Comedy Works. Nice. August 20th through the 22nd. Um, I guess, yeah, watch Undateable when it comes back in October. October and guys, 9th. every time you see Prince from here on out, please know that there is a 99% chance that Funches is sitting backstage waiting for Little P to come down. Come on out, Little P. <laughs> All right. Uh, talk to you guys soon. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.